0: everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Meredith Lynch. Thank you for that introduction. I mean, listen, welcome. We were just talking about how we're both local in LA, even though I'm not there today, but what's going on? How are you today?
1: I'm great. I stayed up so late last night reading the Britney Spears memoir that honestly like I need to make an amends to my all of my English teachers because I can read a book in like six hours if I put my mind to it. It's amazing how fast I read it.
0: You read. So now, I mean, it's so funny because like I was just saying, I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but then I added it to our list because it's literally, first of all, congratulations. I'm reading it all in one night. <laughs> that just I mean, is it talk to me about it? Cause I haven't read it. I mean, it's literally all anyone wants to talk about It's every other story on page six, the daily mail It is. is it great? Do, is it like real? Do we believe everything in it?
1: And well, I haven't here, read it yet.
0: So. Right.
1: And here's what I'll say. I'm reading it both as like a fan and someone who also like consumes pop culture. And then also I'm a writer and I'm like, I mean, people always joke around and are like, Oh, you're a writer. Everyone says they're a writer, but I'm halfway done with my MFA in writing. So like, I'm, I'm kind of a writer. So anyway, I am reading it through all of those lenses. And this is what I will say. It is a very fast read. It's fairly readable for the most part. It is you are sort of able to follow it. Um, it does jump around here and there. It definitely makes you realize how much generational trauma Brittany has. Like there is serious generational trauma in her mom and dad, I don't think are good or safe people for her. That's the, my biggest takeaway. It doesn't really double click on things. Like you're kind of like, okay, so like you were, she was engaged to someone for like a year. Remember that guy she was engaged to? Yeah. And it's just like a paragraph. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. Like, how did that happen? And like, so there's a lot of things that get skimmed over. Um, And I think this is what I, this is how I think, this is my interpretation of how it was probably written. I think probably she sat down with someone and they looked at a timeline of her life and she gave them, additional details and then that's kind of it was probably more like an interview if that makes sense
0: yeah and I mean I guess whoever wrote it like it seems like they're very excited by all the Justin Timberlake stuff I I understand it that's the world we live in but to your point there's so much more like did she I saw one little blurb like did she dive into like Lindsay and Paris and all that stuff
1: She talks a little bit about Paris and just like that it was a nice friendship and she's always been really nice to her. And she like makes reference to sort of the partying days and things. But like what it I don't want to say that, you know, it's badly written, but it's not engaging because it doesn't like details are what make a story really good. Like who said what, what was the dialogue? What were, wh- who was wearing what, what, what color was it? And it's missing that. And that's stuff that I don't put on a celebrity to try to put into their memoir. That's something that a decent ghostwriter could go in and help you suss out a little bit. Right.
0: Yeah. There's like you want to get into the weeds almost. Cause yeah. like, we know it wasn't a good breakup with Justin and okay. It's interesting that he sent you two words of a breakup text and you know, you were pregnant, but like, right. You want real details. I, I, I get it. Like I got the impression and I haven't read it just from reading all the articles that it's a lot of just like clickbait. Let's just get it all in there and touch upon it. Okay. That's one more box checked off. And let's now move on to the next item, so to speak.
1: Yes. And I think like when people read it, you know, I think it will, I think one of the things that gives you a better sense of is the conservatorship. And so that part, I think it does do a better job of helping pull the curtain back on that. But I'll give you like one example. There's like a paragraph where she's like, I performed with Michael Jackson to celebrate like the 30th anniversary or something. And like a few days later was September 11th. And you're like, oh, whoa. Okay. Like no details of like, what was it like to perform with Michael Jackson? Like where you got to have like one story. Right. And then like next page is like in 2001, I filmed Crossroads and you're like, wait a minute. That would have been before 9-11. So you're kind of like, wait, like when when the timeline gets thrown off like that, it, I find as a reader it can be a little tricky. And a good ghostwriter would have said, no, 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 no. You got to put crossroads before Michael Jackson and you gotta give people one Michael Jackson detail.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes and yes. That's because and now especially that's something that I mean, I didn't I didn't know Britney performed with Michael. I mean, it's not shocking. Of course, you must have at some point, but yeah, like we want a detail on that, of course. Yeah interesting are you i mean i'm not going to read either of these things because god knows when i would have time to do any of this but are you going to read the john stamos because that's also getting a lot of press
1: you know i don't think i will but i am kind of loving the clickbait articles like i love the one that was like john stamos admits that rebecca romaine maybe wasn't the devil i'm like oh "Oh, wow
0: (laughs) It's an interesting. And I, I just saw one today that said, you know, he actually talks about the Olsen twins and find out what he said. I mean, I'm sure it's nothing bad at all, but it's enough to make me want to click on this article. Well, listen, I mean, you are a TikTok sleuth. This is what you do. Um, I mean, is there anything else other than Britney that's keeping you up at night these days? Or is it really I mean, it really to me seems like this Britney memoir has taken over at least the past week or two.
1: Yeah, I do think that this Britney memoir is definitely going to be a big thing for a little while, and then it will fizzle out. Uh, Obviously, I've been thinking a little bit about Taylor and Travis Kelsey. I've been finding that to be kind of interesting. I do think people are starting to get burned out on it, and I think that will happen with Britney, too. Do you find that like with topics you cover?
0: Oh my gosh. I find that I personally get burnt out before the lovely, thank God, like, thank you that I have an audience. I, I, I get burnt out pretty quickly. You know what it is? I say this all the time. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I love my job. I love what I do. I just feel like it really takes, like Eric on Tom Girardi, when that first hit, I was like, wow, I'm shocked. It takes a lot to like really shock me in the world of pop culture, just me. So it takes, you know what I mean? So I move on relatively quickly from a lot of things. If that makes sense. I
1: do too. Yeah, I agree. And I think people will probably be like, but you still talk about like XYZ thing. And like, it's usually kind of cyclical. It's like, oh, you'll talk about something for a long time. And then sometimes you'll get another detail. So you'll bring it back again. But usually by the time people are getting sick of me talking about something, I'm like, don't worry, we're ending. Like we're wrapping up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Um.
1: but I would say like in the recent, you know, recently some like one of my deep dives that that kind of came back around again was with Rachel Zoe and that was super interesting for me to like kind of have a deep dive that I had worked on sort of have an additional thing come out almost a year later.
0: And what was So just talking about that, just because yeah. she is in our Bravo world. So before we get into the Bethany of it all and everything, so you also got a cease and desist from Rachel Zhao.
1: I did. I did. In August of 2022, I had been doing these deep dives on, mostly on her subscription box company. She has a subscription box company. And I don't know what prompted it, but I started looking at the comments on the company. It's called Curator. And the comments were... Really, like, hey, it's been months and I haven't gotten my box. Hey, you keep charging my credit card, and so I started making videos about, like, hey, here's here are the screenshots, here's what's going on. All these people are saying they're not getting their product, and you know, obviously, I made a couple jokes along the way. I, you know, did call her Bernie Madoff in a caftan allegedly, um, but It's kind of funny. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, So I did get a cease and desist from her um, saying that it was defamation. And now, like in hindsight, had I just said in my opinion a little bit more, I would have been more protected. But even a lot of people like to reach out to me and say, like, if that had gone to court, you would have won. And it's like, yes, I know. But as you probably also know, the amount of work to get there.
0: I am a lawyer, too. Now, I don't practice anymore, nor want to yeah. practice. But I always said, you know, yes, it's the same thing. Like, look, if someone sent me a cease and desist, uh, personally, I I always say that I would either write fuck you on it and send it back, or I would throw it into the garbage. Now, I don't really recommend either of those things. You probably want to give it to a real lawyer, which is one that actually practices. Um, but you know, yeah, like a cease and desist doesn't mean anything. And yes, you would probably win but, yes, I mean, a lawsuit when you get sued and your name is after the verses, you could win everything. It just is now you have to go get a lawyer, and who is the other person and how much money do they really have? And people with money don't necessarily want to burn it, but you get the wrong person that doesn't care. They will just burn it all. And you now can be the most innocent person in the world, unless you find a lawyer that wants to do a pro bono. You have a real problem. Have you guys been on the hunt for a skincare product that actually delivers what they promise? If so, you have to try OneSkin. OneSkin products are powered by a groundbreaking peptide, the OS1, which is the first ingredient scientifically proven to actually reduce the biological age of skin by several years. What does that mean? Meaning that it's not only prevents, but slows down skin aging, leaving you with healthier, more hydrated and glowing skin. I use all other products. I use it on my my body. I use their eye cream and their OS01 face. It's the holidays, right? The holidays are the perfect time for you guys to invest in your skin health routine and give your skin something to be truly thankful for. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with a code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code VELVET. Now is the best time to invest in your skin. Age healthy with OneSkin. I get the sense that everyone's starting to panic because it's holiday shopping time and there's not that many days left, but I'm here to tell you to relax because Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping spree stress-free. Whether you're shopping for your mom and dad, your friends, your new boyfriend, girlfriend, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I really love personalized gifts. So on Uncommon Goods, I just got a really good friend of mine who loves her dog, this customized pet embroidered sweatshirt. She's gonna love it. It's a picture of her dog on it, her dog's name. And my friend Sue, she loves bourbon. I got her this awesome personalized bourbon barrel flight set. She's gonna love it. So while everyone else is getting boring, lackluster, everyday run-of-the-mill gifts for all of their friends and family, you can go to Uncommon Goods and get truly unique gifts for everyone. Right now you can get 15% off your next gift. All you have to do is go to uncommongoods.com slash velvet. That's uncommongoods.com slash velvet for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, because we're all out of the ordinary.
1: Right. And like, how much time do you want that to take up in your life too, right?
0: right?
1: So with, with Rachel, you know, Uh, they said they alleged that the screenshots that I had shared that I had created them on my own the ones that I had made of the Instagram they said that I created them on my own like I had photoshopped them which was like completely untrue and would have like been proven immediately but at the same time it just didn't feel worth it so took videos down um and I I was sad, though, because it was one of the first things that I felt like, wow, I had found this, I had put in all this work, and I had to take it all down. Um, And I believed, like, I do really believe in the power of, like, the consumer being able to express their opinion. Um, And I, I kept kind of following along with what they were up to. And I did notice in the comments, you know, maybe like six months ago, a company reaching out and saying, hey, our invoice is like way past due. Um, and we were trying to get in touch with you and we can't. So I screenshotted it. I was like, this is, this is good. And then, uh, a couple months ago, maybe I think it was early August. Um, a woman reached out to me who had a company and she was like, Hey, or maybe somebody sent it to me and said, I did a deal with Rachel Zoe's team curator, the subscription box, and they have not paid me. Now this was different from the one I had screenshotted, but I was like, Oh my God it's still happening. And so I got all the info from her. We connected. She said, you can make a video. So I did. I was like, listen, you know, like I called this out a year ago. I said, this was a company that I personally would not trust. And this is allegedly now what's happening. So that for me was one of those deep dives where even though I was sad when I had to take it down and I had to move away from it, I was like, well, I was on to something, <laughs>
0: You're nicer than me. I mean, no one has ever, one person in all my careers kind of alluded to the fact that they were asking me to take an episode down. And I, I'm very nice, but then I went completely psycho about how I was a lawyer. It was all through my team. So it wasn't, but I was literally like, if you can't handle this, I need to get involved because you need to mention the words, I'm a lawyer. But like, I was like, I'm not taking this down. I don't know what would happen. After that, But to your point, it's just, yeah, I have a real problem with it in general of like, you know, it's freedom of speech, defamation and slander. Like, it's so hard to prove. And what was Rachel saying that you were, was it because you said a caftan? Because like, you can insult someone all day. Or was it the, the actual screenshots they were saying that you made up?
1: Um, it was the screenshots they were saying that I made up. And then it was also, that it was like, they said it was defamation to say that she's Bernie Madoff in a caftan because he's a criminal. But to me, like now I know, um, thanks to like wonderful people, like my friend, Kathy Griffin, like if I just say it's a joke, like we, and, and that's the other thing. It's like, we have to be like, not to sound like, but we have to be able to make jokes. Like we have like, we have to be able to speak our minds. And, you know, I think it comes down to like whoever has more money is usually going to be able to pay I, play a little bit
0: better. I mean, I say that all day. That's yeah. the bottom line with lawsuits. It's like or one percent of lawsuits are going to court. The other 99% will be settled on the doorsteps of the courthouse, if not sooner. And it's really, whoever has the most money is going to win. It's just that simple.
1: You know what's crazy? They asked me to do something that was so wild. So like they sent me a cease and desist and I was like trying to find a lawyer because of course like they send it to you on like a Friday at 2pm in LA in the summer. You're like, you're not going to find a lawyer then by then, right? And they wanted an answer from me by Monday at 5pm. So... I was kind of like, I was trying to find a lawyer and I started taking some of the videos down, but they weren't all down because some of them, it was just like, it would be a video about something totally unrelated, but I was just tagging Rachel Zoe because it was like my trending thing right then. And so they wanted those down too. So I was like, but that's not like defamation. It's just like, and so they were like, we want everything down regarding her. So anyway, they sent me like a second cease and desist. And they said, they added a provision and they said, you need to write a letter saying that you're never going to defame her again, and send it back to us. And so at this point, I find a lawyer because it's like Monday. And he was like, absolutely not. Because what they might do with that letter is actually bring that to a judge and say, look, she said she'd never defame you again, proving that she has defamed you. And so he was like, you're not. And so he got involved. And he was like, she is not writing a letter for you.
0: And then did they just go away at that point? Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah. Um, And so like once I actually had a lawyer communicating to them, it, it was like I think they I think they probably thought that I would. And like obviously, you know, it was not an easy situation for me, but I don't think they ever thought that I would actually like find a lawyer. I think that's what, you know what I mean?
0: I think that's the whole point of all of them. That's how it works of like, I mean, that's what I always tell people. And again, like if I really needed to go do a lawsuit, even though I'm a lawyer, I would need an actual real lawyer, but it's really just defamation or slander when it goes to like a business, like, you know, like Shannon Bedore and, and. Tamara got sued, like when they were when they said like Jim Bolino that his trampoline park was like closed down because someone died there. Well, that is truly defamation. Like it's going to a business. Like when you say like you know this product causes cancer and it's someone's product, that's much different than saying someone's wearing a caftan and they're Bernie Madoff. So. I agree with you that you would have I mean do you think Rachel was like was she involved do you think or is just a thousand percent a thousand
1: percent because for like a hot minute she put up Instagram stories about me and like then she took them down but of course I screenshotted them my favorite one was she like basic like Thirty minutes before I got the season desist, she put up an Instagram story that was just like a black and white photo of Madeline Albright, and it said, "There's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women," <laughs> which, like, like I get the point of that quote, right? Like, you know, women should help each other out, but like, also too, like, there's Gillian Maxwell exists in this world, okay? Like. <laughs>
0: Like,
1: oh so I was like she put all these up and then she put up this like long paragraph about how like you know there she's always had haters and there's a miserable person out there who's ruining her like trying to ruin her life and blah 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 and then the like the second I got the cease and desist all of those were gone like her team was probably like yeah if you're gonna like try to say you're gonna sue her you can't be like putting up weird Instagram posts about her um right. But of course, like, do you screenshot everything? I screenshot everything. I
0: screenshot, I just find it so interesting. Like I'm blocked by so many housewives, which I feel, I mean, not so many, but enough. I feel it's so interesting when someone like, like I really truly can say, people talk shit about me all day. And like, I really don't care. It's like, it amazes me when it's someone like a Rachel Zoe or something that it's like, honey, you have like, how are you involved? Like, how are you, more power to you, to me, to any, I mean, that shows you are reaching an audience, but how is it that this is really upsetting you? Like you are in the public eye, like you probably have a thousand problems. Don't you have bigger problems than this right now? So like, it just amazes me that like a Rachel Zoe could be, but I understand it, it, that like she's so angry that you're doing this because it's really not personal. You have a thousand other things you're focusing on that you're talking about. It's like, no, you're not like my target. I'm not spending the next nine years of my life coming for you. It's just, this was the job for this, Chunk of time, and it, you're doing it all. So, you know what I mean. It just it amazes me that they're that someone like a Rachel Zoe would be so focused, not to belittle you, but just in general. No, I totally agree. Like, how could you even keep up on all of it?
1: Right. And I also think it's you know the funny thing is about that one. And this is like some advice I like. You know, you know, you have celebrities who listen to this who would probably say like, oh, I don't care what you know people who do this kind of work say about me. But typically, like with the Rachel thing. I was literally, I was like, okay, this is in my mind. I was like, yeah, the Rachel stuff's done. I'm done. And it was like the next day I got the cease and desist. And it's like, she actually, and that backfired on her. I think, I think people, you know, it didn't get tons and tons of press, but now I think people remember it and it didn't make her look good. And so it's almost like, if you can ride it out a little bit, if it's not like ruining your brand, if someone's not like accusing you, like you said of things like, that are like this causes cancer or something maybe better to just let it go. Cause I think the cease and desist can end up biting you in the ass sometimes.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I've sued people in my career right. before, but it's very, you know, there's many times when I would like call my lawyer and they're like, look, here's how this is going to play out. And we let's go. But do you really, like I always take the business route of like, this is a waste of money. I need to step away. I'm emotional about it for the next hour. And then I can usually get over something of like, right. Like, were you really hurting Rachel's business? No, like, you know, no. So I, I agree. It just shocks me that someone gets that. And it's always the reality people. It's never a real celebrity. It's never like, so it's always right. It's always a reality person of like, but you know how this is played. So just get over it. Someone else is going to, there's going to be another Meredith Lidge in three months. That's going to say something else about you. You can't go around suing everyone. What a waste of your time.
1: Right. And I think like to that point, you know, people always say to me like, oh, have the Kardashians tried to sue you? I'm like, oh God, no. Oh my God. They are so over that. They know that any, that's why they're so successful. They know any press is good press. And like, honestly, like, I don't go that hard at them, but like, you know, I've done videos about Gwyneth Paltrow and one of them ended up on entertainment tonight and people were like, are you scared? She's going to sue you. I'm like, God, no. And how do you feel about that? Like those big a-listers.
0: I feel, well, look, I mean, I feel no, like you don't do it for the press. You don't do it for your viral moment, but like when it happens, I feel like it's not necessarily bad for you, but I agree. I feel that they don't really they're not the ones. It's always the Rachel Zos and the Bethany's in my, like, yes. really, like I say things. And a lot of times it's a guest of mine that's saying, it's like, I didn't even say it. And these A-listers and I get these headlines and I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm so like, this person's never going to, and then they come back on. It's the, it's the housewives. So you're like, wait, wait, I'm looking for the other day. I was looking for Tamara judge. And I'm like, she blocked me No, Fine. I call her Tamrat. That's what people call her. And I'm like, when did this block come in? It's like, Honey, it's nothing personal like it shocks me that it's that personal with the reality people because again, I do there's people out there that don't like you that say things about me, and I'm just like, I truly don't care i I wish I had the time for that. I wish yeah. I don't I know do you like I'm exhausted no right, no,
1: and I think people like you know think that we you know, like people often, I get this a lot. They're like, why do you care so much? And I'm like, oh, I don't really care that much. I just like, this is just what I do. Like I've always been into pop culture. And you know, when the, like I did a bunch of content about Dax Shepard recently and people are like, why are you overanalyzing this? And it's like, well, that's just kind of like what I do. And then next week we'll move on.
0: (laughs) I say that all the time. People are like, why do you hate Melissa and Joe Gorga? I'm like, I I don't. It's just, that is what, you know, you, this is what's happening right now. Trust me, if this weren't my job, I really truly from the bottom, bottom of my heart, do not care. I mean, no one believes me. I truly don't. It's just, I right like you, I like pop culture. This is what I do. Now it's a job. Now it's a brand and the train has left the station, but trust me, whatever I just said on air, I I'm over it until they do something else. I got something else I'm onto. So, Yeah, I I agree. it's, It's nothing personal, you guys know I love products that really work, and that's why I need to tell you about Oak Essentials. Ever since I started using Oak Essentials, I know that my skin is healthy, it's glowing, it's decadent, and it's hydrated. I feel like I have this luxe dewy glow all day. My favorite is their Moisture Rich balm. I use a little bit during the day, and at night, I apply it generously to lock in the moisture as I sleep. You can buy the Moisture Rich Bomb on its own, but I buy it as part of the routine product bundle, which includes not only the Moisture Rich Bomb, but a ritual oil, a cleansing balm, balancing mist, and a restorative mask. This holiday season, get yourself or someone you love Oak Essentials. It's my go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. My followers get 25% off their first order when they use our exclusive link, oakessentials.com forward slash velvet at checkout. That's 25% off your first order at oakessentialscom com slash velvet. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. You know, Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop because Rakuten members earn cash back on everything they buy. I should know, I'm a Rakuten member. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with thousands of stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets... You guys are already shopping. It's the holidays. You have a lot of gifts to buy for people. So why not save while doing so? I just went on Rakuten and got gifts for so many people. I went to Adidas. I got 15% cash back. I bought my friend Susan a shirt from Banana Republic, 4% cash back. I got my family stuff from Bloomingdale's, 2% cash back. They work with so many more stores, Macy's, Ulta, Nike, Zappos, Expedia. You could even buy groceries. It's a one-stop shop place to buy gifts for everyone on your holiday list. It really is that simple. Just go to Rakuten.com and start saving today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com, right? When you
1: were little, did you love pop culture?
0: Yes, so... I mean, I grew up like, right. Yeah. Yes. Like it was like 90210, Melrose Place, reality TV too. The Hills. Oh my God. The Hills and Laguna Beach, like Lauren Conrad and Kristen Cavallari were everything to me still are. But so, yeah, I mean, I always, and same thing with music. I was always into certain, you know, like music, like Madonna. So yes, I was always into pop culture. I then went and became a corporate tax lawyer. I then had a, re, you know, I was in staffing and had my own staffing. So I go on a different route and I don't regret that route Mm because I understand why I went that route. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is really what I meant to do. Like it's just, I was always into pop culture. Always. And I think-
1: Oh my God, a thousand percent. I can remember like as a kid, my mother would get like inquirers or she would get people magazines and I would like sneak and read them. I remember like the first thing I loved was like the um Diana and Charles divorce. Like I can remember being like, Oh my God, this is so good. But I think the misconception, and like I was talking to someone about this the other day, and he was like, Well, I'm not into pop culture. And I was like, Yeah, but you love sports and he was like so i'm like that's pop culture and he was like well yeah like if taylor swift is involved and i'm like no 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 like that's pop culture like yeah like i think people forget that and it sounds so silly but people forget like pop culture means popular culture not yeah. pop music it means like trending news stories and how they're influenced and i think that sometimes it's underestimated the effect that it has
0: yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I, I agree. So it's, this has always been, but people do think, cause I'm sure you get it too, that where they think I really care. And look, there are like web pages and Instagram accounts and there are people, and I'm not taking their bag away, but there are people that truly will focus like just on the Kardashians, just on New Jersey housewives. And those people really are more focused on just you. I feel like saying like, you're just one of something. It's nothing yes. personal. Have you ever had, you know, like, cause I have, I mean, there's definitely people that I've had confrontations, uh, not me. I will never start a conference. You can come, but like, you know, Perez Hilton back in the day has that like tip, the, the traditional story of like Jennifer Aniston approached him in the parking lot. And he, you know, she said, wait, I'm I'm coming for you. Like, why are you so mean to me? So like, have you ever had someone like come up to you and say something in person of like, oh, what if you were at a party? You're, you're in L.A. Meredith. What if you were at a party in two weeks and you looked over and two people away from you was Rachel Zoe or Bethany <sighs> and they knew just who you were? What would how? Because that happens to me often.
1: OK, well, I am not as cool as you. I don't get invited to as much. Um, I love to tell people I was uninvited to the Paley Festival, which is like this movie and television festival that they have. I got uninvited.
0: You did. Why? <laughs> yes. Okay. So we don't, I really love the Paley Fest. It's like, I know. A, cause you know, they have like Grey's anatomy and like when they have a good show, you like, it's like the whole cast is there. You're like, this is like heaven, but go on.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to go to yellow jackets. It was the premiere of yellow jackets or like, it was like going to be a panel with yellow jackets. You'd see the premiere. And then it was a panel with stars. So I got invited and I was like, so excited. I RSVP'd. And then I got an email like two days later that was like, we're sorry, but the The like the PR firm was like the cut the the brand is like the Paley Pass is moving in a different direction and you're no longer invited and I was like oh my god so my friend told me and we'll never be able to confirm this but my friend was like I think Meredith that you're on the Scientology watch list and Juliet Lewis is still a Scientologist and she said that's why I think you got uninvited really. And I don't know. I mean, listen, I've said a few things about Scientology. I have. And I know that they are very, like they monitor very closely.
0: Interesting. So you've said things and Juliet Lewis, who's in that show, is a Scientologist.
1: That's what, I mean, I don't know how really? involved she is now, but that's wow. like this, somebody said, like, I think you're on the watch list. They said, I I don't remember if my friend said she was also on the watch list, but I guess it's pretty easy to get on the watch list. Um, and I mean, like here, if I moved to LA and I was trying to become like a celebrity or an actor or something, I could totally see wanting to be in Scientology. Like not, not for me, but like how it would be attractive. Like, did anyone ever try to get you to join?
0: No never which I'm like okay I mean why I don't know but nope never
1: no one's ever asked me to be in a cult and that's for me that's like kind of sad
0: no one's ever asked me to be in a cult either I've yeah I know there are things where I've once went to it's funny like I'm really good at like I kind of know my place in situation so there was a party I'll spare you the details and it was like bravo related And I literally, I, you think I'm really cool. I'm happy to go to nothing personally, unless it's like, you know, oh, it's Grey's Anatomy. Like, it's very rare that I want to. It's definitely nothing with Bravo. And I was invited by the person throwing the, it's a long story. And I was like, okay, I think there's going to be drama at this party for me. I said this to myself. So I said to the person throwing it, like, you know, it was a major housewife. And I was like, are you, this? it's her party. But when, when I get there, you're not going to be there. Like, you're not going to be standing in the front. So when I get there, I mean, she was like, you're literally insane. It's my party. So you're coming to the party. And I really didn't even want to go, but I'm like, okay. So I got there, I check in, because you know, you have to check in. And when I walk around the corner, guess what? Then there was a problem. Someone came over and tried to kick me out. Now I lost it. I went insane because I was like, this is, I was like, David knows all. I'm like, this is exactly what I said was going to happen. Yeah. No, nobody told me this. Like, so it's like, to your point, maybe your story is right. Cause like, when you think something, it's usually, so I was like, so I was like, listen, I said, I knew this was going to happen. And do, 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 Okay. Here are the fucking texts. I mean, I'm nice until you, and I'm right. like, we're, we're going to call right now. The person that's thrown. Oh no. You don't want me to call them. Cause I'm about to call them right now. And, and I was like, I went, I just went crazy. It's like, do not ever approach me any again. Well, calm down, calm down. You're trying to kick me out. So it's like, right. I knew. I knew it and then it all worked out. I was like I'm not going anywhere now that I'm physically here. So when you think it's because of Scientology cuz I I I said this scenario, it's exactly what happened. It probably was because you're on the Scientology watch list. If you think that, it's probably like you're not crazy, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that's the thing is like once you get to a certain place of like doing some of this content stuff, your hunches start to get pretty good, like to your point. But no, I've never I mean, I don't get invited tons of places and like for the most part, like people who have like, I met Ariana a few months ago and I was like, you know, hi, has a, you know, and she was like, Oh my God. Hi, I know you. I see on social media. Like you're great. You know, I think there are people though, that like, I'm like, Oh my God, if I met them, like I was at something recently and, um, or it was a while ago, but, um, uh, somebody was there and they were just screwing with me. I won't say who it was. And they were like, Oh, I heard Bethany's coming. And literally, Like my, my heart just dropped. Like I was, I was terrified. If I knew that Bethany or Rachel Zoe was going to be somewhere, I would love to say that like, I would just be like, whatever, who cares? I would leave. I would like, I, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but I'll tell you this. I did a bunch of content a while ago that was like, not super kind to Jessica Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld's wife. Yeah. And then I was like on TikTok. And I saw her liking my video, not about her, but like about other things. And I was like, and so I was like, she like, but if I saw her, I don't think I would leave. If I saw Gwyneth Paltrow, I don't think I would leave. It's, it's, it's a certain type of celebrity who I think actually gives a shit.
0: Bethany Frankel probably gives a shit.
1: Yeah, she probably does.
0: Do you think, so if you were at a party and she were coming, you would just be like, I'm going to finish my drink and I'm going to leave you guys.
1: Oh, I wouldn't even finish my drink. I think I would, I think I would dump it in a plant and I would run. And it's not because I think I've done anything wrong. It's not. Um, I would do, but between Rachel and Bethany, I'd run faster from Bethany.
0: Yeah. I think that's a pretty accurate assessment. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't, I, do, I don't, I, I don't think I would leave like once I'm there, but yeah, no, I would be like, I just, it's not like I'm afraid of anyone. I'm like, I just don't want like the outcome of whatever interaction we're going to have is not going to change. I'm going to do my job. Exactly. Right. So, and, and to be honest with you, it's actually going to hurt you because I'm going to talk. I mean, I've been at like, I had one New Jersey house, whatever it is. I'm talking about this now. Like, I don't understand, like I have a microphone. So I'm going to actually, this is now going to be talked about. So I don't know how you think this is going to work. You should just avoid me or be nice. That's how I feel.
1: No. And you know what? Like that's probably the better approach. Like your approach is probably better, but in sixth grade, I almost got beat up and um, it haunts me forever. And I know other people will be like, I got beat up in sixth grade, but like, I almost got beat up in sixth grade. And like, the sheer terror of that day of like waiting it out. Cause it had like the girl told me she was going to fight me at like 8am and like the just whole entire day of like waiting to get my butt ass kicked after school was so terrifying that like I, it changed my brain chemistry. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> How did you start to focus? So like, talk to us about for people that don't know how you got your cease and desist from Bethany and like, how did you start focusing on her?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I was always a Bethany fan, like, back in the Housewives days of of New York, especially the early days. And I think I watched probably most of her spinoff shows. And when I first found her on TikTok, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, she's doing these makeup things. This is kind of interesting. But then, like, it started to just feel a little inauthentic in the sense that like there was like a lot of criticism of the Kardashians because of like things like, you know, oh, they're trying to get women to like have a certain feeling about their body. And it was like, yeah, but like you had a shapewear line and like you have a whole line of food called skinny girl. um, And so I started to feel like some of it didn't feel totally genuine. And then there was a lot of talk around like, I don't know makeup. I've never done makeup. And that was a lot of the videos she was filming. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, tons.
1: And so I remembered the fact that she had done makeup videos back in like 2012, 2013. She used to do like, so almost like makeup get ready with me's. And she would say things like, sometimes I like how I do my makeup even more than like a professional does mine. So when you're saying things like that back in 2012, 2013, and now in 2021, 22, you're saying, I know nothing about makeup. Mm, that didn't feel
0: genuine. Yeah. Well, it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think it was like she wanted to get on TikTok. She wanted to become like a makeup influencer. And it was going to be like this whole sort of storyline of I'm an accidental makeup influencer. That's fine. But you can also still own the fact that like you did makeup before. So anyway, I started making videos about her that were probably more with a, I don't mean like criticizing her, but through a critical lens, if you will. And then she blocked me like very quickly and I wasn't shocked, but I started doing a little more content around her. And like this really kicked off when I found that she had trademarked, it's a scam. She had trademarked the phrase, it's a scam. And I had been researching trademarks. I do that a lot. And that's like totally, you can tell people that's totally legal, um, right like as a lawyer as a former attorney yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to say it, but like looking yeah. up someone's trademarks is like that's public oh, yeah. knowledge yeah so and people do it all the time and so um I looked up her trademark it's a scam and I was like well she trademarked this like before she started doing these videos and she keeps yelling it's a scam and so I was like I kind of feel like this is all part of a plan that she's had for a while to to come out and do this stuff like to do this sort of you know, oh, I didn't know anything about makeup. And now I'm going to tell you what products are a scam and what aren't. And then I heard through the grapevine that she was potentially very upset about that video. And that I might be like, someone reached out to me and basically said, You might be getting a cease and desist about that video. And I was like, Seriously? But also, too, at that point, I was kind of like, She does seem kind of unhinged. So you never know. And so then, sure enough, I did. I got a cease and desist. It didn't specifically note that video. But because this person had reached out to me and given me a heads up, I was like, yeah, it's probably about that video, right? Like, it's probably about the video where I sh- show the trademarks. So I um, I took the that video down, uh, just that one video. I never heard from her legal team again. And... Uh, I will say the thing that that cease and desist had in it that really what really upset me is that it said that if I told anyone that she had sent me the cease and desist that I'd be breaking my confidentiality with her and I would be subject to further legal action from her that is I took that pissed me off.
0: I don't blame you. I mean, I, I I would have, I mean, I have paid six on speed dial over here. I would have called paid six and been like, go print this, that I just got a cease and desist from Bethany. Cause like, fuck this. But I'm, I'm like a little bit of a hot, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm really the most easygoing person, but I, I don't like being told what to do. Like taking something down or not telling someone something that's like kind of my, or anything like my hot buttons.
1: Yeah. And I think like, um. You know, to say basically she said, like, you're not allowed to say my name, you're not allowed to use my picture. And like that's actually just completely untrue. Right. Um, I think she was trying to really clean up um her image on TikTok, even though it was quite positive at the time. She was also trying to sue TikTok. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. So she said, like, you know, I'm going to sue TikTok. And so I think what she wanted is she wanted really positive stuff out there about her. So I was not the only one who received a cease and desist. I don't know if you remember, but um, Bunny Barbie, who is amazing. She's an awesome creator and person. She also got one at the same time. So it was just sort of like I think it was her M.O. at the time. And I do think that it backfired on her. and she. You know, I, I really think the thing that bothered me the most was that she used her money to legally bully me in a way where telling me to, that I had to stay quiet, which is completely untrue because I had no confidentiality with her. That's that is, like I said, what upset me. The right. Most.
0: Like, that's literally insane. And by the but, way, it's scary. Just- it's scary. And by the way, I mean, for everyone, you know, like, you know, cease and desist and defamation, all this, like as hard as that is to prove, it's even harder when you're a public figure. I mean, these are public figures that you can basically say pretty much any it's it really, I think, to, I don't know. I mean, again, like who knows, but it's when it, you go to business, that's when it's, you know, like if you were saying like, you know, uh, skinny girl popcorn caused you to like, you know, lose whatever, lose a kidney and we're going on and saying, then yes, I think you could be sued for defamation. If you were like skinny girl popcorn is the reason I'm in bad health and you went on and on and on saying these other things, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And I also think like the thing that sometimes people don't know, and I'm sure I didn't know this. I didn't know this as much before. And you definitely know it as, as a former attorney, anyone can sue anyone.
0: Yes. (laughs) that's Uh, what people
1: don't know like i could sue you david for having a plant behind you i could say i was upset because david had a plant behind me behind him and he told me he wasn't gonna have a plant and i'm suing him like that i mean no judge would take that seriously but it's basically like saying like oh you know you anyone can can get this piece of paper and sue anyone so that's why you have to be super careful
0: yeah and then you know like there are like attorney's fees. Like if you get sued and it's a frivolous suit, you could probably get attorney's fees. So like, that's, you know, but yes, no, I, I agree with you. It is just the like Rachel Zoe, Bethany mindset of like, and I always, I've always said this on my show, like, you don't know who I am. Like for all Bethany knows, you are a trust fund baby. You're, you know, you are worth, you know, $40 million. She doesn't know. Right. Like it's possible yes. Maybe perhaps you're not, but it, I don't like the, like you're doing this because you feel this person could be beat into submission because you feel they're poor or poor or less have less money than you. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And she doesn't know you could be right. You just don't know. And that's, that's the problem that I have with these scenarios. Yeah.
1: And I I totally agree. And I think, you know, I think the thing about social media now is you can probably look at my social media and say, oh, she's probably not super wealthy and she's probably not super connected. So I can probably take advantage of that a little bit, but I think what people are underestimating is like, I'm not stupid.
0: (laughs) Right. And there are a lot of people people have strange like you don't know someone's true principles of like no I'm gonna fight this like it's gonna go bankrupt or I don't know how but I'm not going down without a fight so you just don't know you just don't know right right I mean listen nobody wins in a lawsuit except for the damn lawyers okay
1: that's such a good way of putting it
0: it's true so I mean are you like so would you think Bethany was involved too? Like Rachel, like, was she aware of this or was this more of her team? Like same type of question.
1: I mean, she made a couple of videos about it um, after it happened, because I came out and said it. Um, most of which she deleted. Like one of the videos was like, you know, and, and they weren't accurate, but like one of the videos was like, you know, just basically like uh, her in a bathrobe yelling, like, if you want to take a shot at this bee, you better be ready. And you're like, that i don't think your legal team would think that video is a good idea like you know what i mean like obviously i don't have a legal team but i feel like if you were like yeah i'm gonna sue this girl but right now i'm gonna film a video (laughs) responding in my bathrobe where i yell that like most lawyers would be like yeah don't do that like don't talk about it if you're actually gonna sue her like wouldn't you say like you should be quiet um but I think some of them, like, you, to your point, like, can't help it. So she did delete those. I will say, like, when I saw that one, I had a panic attack. Like, I was like, oh, my God, she's in her bathroom screaming. Like, <laughs> like, that's scary.
0: I mean, so are you like, where are you now with all this? Like, you know, listen, it's like, you know, it's like battle armor. Like, you've had two, like, are the, are those the only two season desists you've had? I mean, yeah. that's, that's enough. I'm not. But so, yeah. like, are you now more scared or are you like getting a you know you do something to someone like you look at like an erica jane who's now like yeah i'm bouncing back i mean i've been living this hell so like once you're actually living the hell you only can go up from there like are you now like all right send me a cease and desist you know i've been through this before honey or is it like well it's nobody really wants that ever
1: Right. The thing is, is like, people don't understand that even if you know it's nothing and you can probably relate to this, even if you get one, you're like, oh God, I don't want to deal with this. You know, like, so it's, so now I know the things to say, even though I had kind of been doing some of those things already, I know the things to say to kind of protect myself with like allegedly and in my opinion. Right. So that helps me. The other thing I think is people are like, oh, she kind of knows what she's doing now. So like, I don't think I'm as easy of a target. Like I know kind of how to spring into action um and then the other thing that i would say is i'm i look at i look at things really differently now so even when i'm starting a deep dive that's in the back of my mind for example i was doing a deep dive on i'll actually tell you i was doing a deep dive on peoplehood which is a kind of like talk therapy space it's not therapy but it's like a it's like these guided conversations from the founders of soul cycle and it's to me it has several red flags and if you know people probably remember soul cycle is the like like almost cult like spin place yeah so i was doing just still out there and
0: people still it's a cult ish totally
1: And like, listen, I love a good spin class, so I get it. But this is like interesting because it's really kind of taking the formula of Soul Cycle, and where the instructor was kind of like uplifted and but like turning it into these like gatherings of connection. I don't necessarily think that all of that's bad, but there's just some red flags to me about the company. And so I was doing a deep dive on that and it's all still up there and out there, but someone very closely connected to the company started trolling me.
0: Oh no, online trolling? Listen, Meredith has been trolled and cease and desisted by everyone. We talk more about Rachel Zoe. We talk more about Bethany, the Bethany of it all, Miss Frankel. Frankel and Miss Lynch just don't see eye to eye on so much. And then we just get into a good old Bravo discussion. We cover Vanderpump Rules. We cover Roni, Potomac, Beverly Hills, Salt Lake. So listen, stay tuned for part two, which is because we're just getting started, which is coming very, and I mean, very, very soon. Did you all love Meredith Lynch? I love Meredith Lynch. Part two coming very, very soon.